Maverick Matthews, Pepper for Your Steak. Welcome to a new segment that Nick Hinton and I are going to be doing hopefully twice a week. This is kind of a gonzo journalist comedic take on what's happening in the world. Essentially, things are getting so crazy that we wanted to document them in sort of a kind of a weird timeline that you could go back and listen to. And obviously, it will help you chart the weirdness as it's happening. Thank you to the people who voted for the name of this show on the Twitter page, Pepper for Your Steak on Twitter. It's at Pepper, the number four, Steak. Pepper for Steak. So go check that out. Please follow us on there for updates on all our new releases. But this segment, we took a little poetic license with the name we suggested in the voting, and we decided to go with Dystopia Now. So this is the only time I'm going to do an introduction like this because it's a new segment. The uh, The theme music that I wrote is a little heavy. It's a little serious. But, you know, it's it's intended to remind you that we're making light of some pretty obscenely serious things. And everything that we talk about here is from the mainstream media. These are actual stories. I don't know if you can still Google them, but you could when they were uh, reported here. So we're not making this stuff up. This is the real deal. We're definitely making light of it, though. So don't get too scared by the theme music. The theme music scared me. So thanks for joining us. As usual, I've got to do a quick disclaimer here. Pepper for Your Steak is an adult podcast for those aged 25 years and older. Scientists and doctors tell me that's the age your frontal cortex is finally fully formed. What that means is, supposedly, this is the age your brain is finished cooking. We are not accusing anyone of anything here. This is not any medical information. These are all actual news reports and just our personal editorial commentary. Please don't take this too seriously, and please... Love yourselves out there, and take care. Without further ado, episode one of Dystopia Now. All the things that we like and hate and fear, they're all there on the internet. They're a projection of our limbic system. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies. We're going to keep pushing back the frontier of space and keep opening new doors of discovery, opportunity, and progress. The stories won't be science fiction. The United States government has issued a civil warning for all citizens of the United States. This is not a drill, and this is not a test. Okay, I will destroy you. I try to convince people to slow down. Slow down AI. To regulate AI. This was futile. Welcome to Dystopia Now. I'm your host, Maverick Matthews, and with me today is senior field correspondent Nick Hinton on the scene. Nick, how's it going down there? Looks like we're having a few technical difficulties on the scene. We'll be right back with Nick. But first, here's a word from one of our sponsors. This episode brought to you in part by Vaccine Flakes, that deadly vaccine taste you've come to know and love. Remember, eating 50 or 60 bowls every morning can help protect your fat, stupid neighbors. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program. All right, and we're back. Let's check in again with Nick. Nick, are you there? Yes, Tony, I'm here. Thank you. Um, I was just dealing with um, 
couple technical difficulties, but you know, every, everything's settled now. Great. Glad to hear that, Nick. So, Nick, what do you have for us today? What's, what's our leading headline? Well, first in the news is a chess robot grabbed and broke the finger of a seven-year-old boy <laughs> after he violated the safety rules by taking his turn too quickly. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. What was this? Where did, who posted this? <laughs> MSNBC. MSNBC posted this? A fucking broke a seven-year-old's finger? <laughs> yeah. Bro, that was a historic event. This is not me playing a character anymore. That's a historic event. That's a robot hurting a person. As far as you know, is this the first time a robot has hurt a child? As far as I know, Tony, it is, indeed. This is a historic day. So hold on, he he fucking... Like, isn't he programmed to grab chess pieces? Why did he grab the kid? Because he, he moved too fast and it was violating... Uh... But who programmed the robot to punish someone who moves too fast? You have to program that. It was Lambda. This is a Lambda robot? No, no, but Lambda is said to be inside the internet and able to channel through any AI bot that is hooked up online. Okay, so hold on. The Lambda component isn't mentioned in the article, is it? No, it's not at all. Okay, so that's your theory. Okay, so you gotta... Okay, but but the yeah. facts of the case are that a fucking robot reached out and broke a kid's finger. Now, first of all, I, I assume this robot is programmed to touch chess pieces. You would have to... I mean, t- tell me if I'm wrong here. You would have to program that robot to grab a kid and punish him. Right? Yeah. I I would assume so. Unless it's just really, really adamant about following the rules. Yeah, but you, ha- you have to program robots to do those things. My understanding of previous... I mean, this is definitely demonstrating robots acting autonomously and on their own. You know, like the idea that a robot is like, no, don't do that if it's not programmed to say, no, don't do that. Right? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think it was programmed specifically to break a kid's finger, but I think that, <laughs> I think that it, it's uh, That's acting, a... I think it's using its own judgment to follow the rules correctly. And it's probably searching the internet for how people interact with each other when they break the rules. When, you, when someone breaks the rules, it has to be punished. And this, fuck, man. You see, uh, listeners, Nick surprised me with this one, and it is a terrifying opening piece. I have never heard of I've never heard of a I've never heard of a headline where a robot hurts a person. Have you? No, no. Fuck I man, mean, this is history. There was a there was a robot recently that some guy got too close to its face and it pulled his arm away. Like like you violated my personal space? Yeah. Yeah, but it didn't hurt, break his arm. No, no. First of all, it's fucking really upsetting that the very first person to get hurt by a robot is a child. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Okay, starting on heavy. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. Uh, what a heavy story to start with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they're not going to get any better, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else you got for us, Nick? <laughs> uh, well, oh, my God. CNBC just uh, put out an article a couple hours ago that said the food security crisis could kill more people than COVID. Um, and this came from... The Senegal minister at G20 summit. Oh, my God. Okay, so they've been foreshadowing this food shortage crisis for a long time. Um, if you make the rounds on the Internet, you know, um, Sam Tripoli just had – what was the guy's name from uh... – Greg Carwood. Thank you, thank you. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, recently 
tinfoil hat hosted by Sam Tripoli just had Greg Carlwood on, and he was talking about um, a major grain default that's supposed to happen to the commodities market in September. So talk of this food shortage is definitely ramping up. We've already seen shelves empty of baby formula. You know, if you go to the supermarket now, any any grocery store, and just cruise around, you'll see random things missing and, and sh- in short supply. Whether it's uh, sparkling water, I've noticed, is a popular one. Uh, they're not really important things right now yet. It's aside, from, obviously, from baby formula. That's fucking huge. I mean, have you noticed this? Um, yeah, I've noticed certain little things. Um, I can't think specifically, but I, I've definitely seen, like, blank areas on shelves. That, and uh, Right. I have a recall really seeing that. You know, it seems like things were usually stocked up right away. Right. In the past, it's, they would, like, yeah. fill it in with something else, you know? But it seems like they've made a real shift to not hide it. There's also the new creepy doors being installed everywhere that are like the smart doors. Wait, what do you mean? What's that? So there's these giant uh, refrigerator doors now at stores that are just screens. And they show all the products that would be in there, but you open it up, obviously it's not always... No way. And my theory is, Tony, that uh, what they're going to do is, you know... You're going to have to have your chip on in order to open those eventually one day. Oh. I've never seen these smart doors. So it's just like an LCD screen in the door as if it were fully stocked. Yes, yeah. And that way they don't have to stock it perfectly either because it's all perfect in the picture. Right. They can just toss that shit in there. And they already do this at places like Walmart, allegedly, where they'll intentionally misput the wrong price under an item and you'll get up to the check stand and be like, wait a minute. And I've had this happen multiple times where I'm like, that's not what this was listed as. And you go back and it's like, oh, that was a different item. We just made a mistake. It's like, no, you made that mistake on purpose because it happens too frequently. So, Tony, you want to hear what Russia has to say about this food shortage? Yeah. So CNN put out an article on July 25th that says uh, Russia is blaming the West for the food shortages. Their food shortages? Like in Russia or here or all worldwide? Um, okay, so Russia Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has arrived in the Republic of Congo, the second stop on his Africa tour where he is aiming to seek support amid global anger over food shortages following Moscow's blockade of vital Ukrainian ports. So I assume this is uh, food shortages in the Republic of Congo. So, it, But the, the point is they're beginning, and Russia is blaming us, well, the U.S., well, as the world's deep state power, I mean, you know, if you study world history, this is exactly how, you know, governments are toppled. Um, if you study the Russian Revolution and the Bolshevik Revolution specifically, um, this is exactly what they did. They inc- they caused crazy inflation, They caused, which, you know, makes food and everything expensive, and they cause fuel prices to go up. They squeeze the public so they want revolution, and then they install their version of whatever the solution is, and... My opinion is that the solution is going to be food passports, which they've already... Did you look that up? Was that in Iran or Iraq? Did you hear about this, that you have to have a passport to go buy food? You're the one who told me about that. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure they implemented it in either Iran or Iraq. Um, And, you know, I think that's coming. It's related to a social credit system. Essentially, they're going to track everything you do and squeeze everybody so that they can spread resources out to everyone, not to make sure everybody gets some, but to make sure everybody has very little. In other words, you know, your smart refrigerator might sense that you have two gallons of milk. I heard this the other day. Greg Carl would use this analogy. Um, 
He's like, yeah, your smart refrigerator might give you a little notice, and all of a sudden you're going to get a text that says, you know, the uh, food department has noticed you have two gallons of milk, and your neighbor doesn't have any, so we're sending him over to get one. You know, that's why they want all these appliances to be smart appliances, you know. Definitely scary times, Tony. But speaking of Russia, coming out of Newsweek this week, Russia claims Ukraine soldiers made into monsters by secret experiments. That's in, that's Mail, in that's in Newsweek. That's from Newsweek. It says monsters. Yes. Could you read? Could you read that to us? You got it in front of you. Russian officials claimed on Monday that Ukrainian soldiers have been turned into monsters in secret experiments in biological laboratories in Ukraine, funded by the United States government. Wow, so they're literally directly blaming us. Okay, so there have been rumors for a long time about crazy underground experiments, similar to what China just does on, you know, without trying to hide it, where they're stealing organs and, you know, and trying human hybrids to engineer super soldiers, etc. We're also seeing a lot of articles about super soldiers. Um, but it's interesting that there's going to be a lot of blaming going on. Uh, I, I wish they elaborated on what kind of monsters these were. I think, yeah. Um, Speaking of monsters, what do you got for us on the monster front? Well, interestingly, a few days before this article was put out, we had the Daily Mail put out a news article that said, Mystery as Russian soldiers are killed, an unexplained incident at occupied Ukrainian nuclear power plant that left troops so scared they ran around the station in a panic. But you know what people are saying, Tony, is that uh, what these Russian soldiers were seeing was mutated super soldiers, or... Even zombies. Speaking of zombies. Yeah, speaking of zombies, that's actually, you know, I'm going to let out a little secret, but that might have had something to do with my technical technical difficulties earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of, hold on, i got to kill this fucking wasp. Ah! It's a super wasp! Hey! Okay. I might leave that in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But do you remember? Do you remember just a few months back when people were saying that the Ukraine-Russia war was actually all about Russia trying to destroy biolabs uh, that the U.S. had near their borders? Okay. Do you remember that? I remember people talking about that. I didn't give much credibility to it, but I mean, it's you know, there's so much propaganda going around. Who fucking knows wh- what the what is up and what is down? But I mean, like, there've been talk about zombies before, haven't there? Yes, this our own, our very own CDC, the, the most trusted, uh, <laughs> most trusted organization in the world, uh, <laughs> released a, a a comic book actually about how to survive a zombie apocalypse. There's more than one article on there. I thought it was a couple. And okay, it, yeah, so they created a comic book, and they also had a zombie 101 preparedness uh, just web page that tells you what you need, which is pretty common sense. You what know, do you need? Want, what do you need? food, guns, uh, don't get bit, you know, so it just, it more so seemed like they're just telling us straight up that it's going to happen rather than actually preparing people because, I mean, everyone knows you don't want to get bit by a zombie. Everyone knows you need food and water and shelter and protection. It's interesting that they recommend guns and now there's a narrative to take away our guns, of course. But what's what was more interesting to me was that this was the first, like, because, they're, you know, if you ask the CDC to comment on this, they say things like, oh, we're just goofing around. They've never goofed around about anything before. Right. Well, you know, you would think they were goofing around about the masks when they took them back. But uh, another interesting thing is that Amazon actually had, um, and their updated rules of 
service conditions or what are those things that you click on with the box? <clears throat> uh, terms of service. Yeah, terms of service, all that good stuff that no one ever reads. Well, they updated it to include a clause that protects them in the event of a zombie apocalypse. So, Shut yeah. the front door. I swear, I swear, Tony. What do you mean? What does it protect them against? Uh, let's see. Let's find this. Dude, this is these are bad fucking signs. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but not really, you know? Because, like, why would they fucking spend... Listen, the CDC spent our tax money on that. Our tax money to fucking hire illustrators and be like, what, what should we tell them? Be like, ah, right. basically, you're fucked. So, coming out of USA Today, they say, uh... Should the United States fall into a zombie apocalypse, feel free to spend your remaining moments as a human being using Amazon's new open-source software for building 3D video games to run heart-lung machines or autonomous vehicles. Get the but fuck out of here. But if zombies aren't munching on your neighbor's brains, Amazon clearly states you shouldn't use its free gaming engine to run critical medical equipment or self-driving cars. Most anything else goes. So that's why they updated it? Because they don't want you to use it to run critical equipment because of the liability? That's what it is. Holy fuck, dude. I mean, and they're not saying that's just a joke. Well, they did say they were having fun, but of course they do. I mean, I don't think it's funny when the world's most powerful organizations are joking about zombies. I don't think it's funny either. I mean, this is exactly how you... If you were worried about some kind of infectious whatever that made people nuts and we couldn't control it and by the way if you think this is totally outside the realm of possibility you don't know what rabies is or any of the other parasitic diseases that change people's behavior like toxoplasmosis you know which has already been proven has been around for years is the reason you're not supposed to have pregnant women and babies around cats and it's proven that toxoplasmosis causes men to be more spontaneous and women to be more supplicate you know and we're talking about diseases that modify your behavior and this is just one little baby step past that Diseases that make you want to kill people and go nuts. And it seems like the military might work on something like this for the enemy, and then what if it gets out? I mean, we already know that the military... The military's already admitted that they were working on things to turn soldiers gay so that they had more empathy for each other and wanted to stop fighting. I mean, they admitted to that. Alex Jones reported on that years ago. You know? I mean, they've done all sorts of crazy things. You remember how they were playing strange noises in the sky during Vietnam during the Vietnam War to entice the Viet Cong to kill themselves or come over to our side. Sonic bombardment, the, I think they called it. Yeah, to the side of the United States. They also did that to uh, Waco. You know, they, they, they've done this a bunch, actually, hostage situations and stuff. They play crazy loud noises to just kind of make people be like, I can't handle this, I have to quit. Well, no, these, these specific noises sounded like ghosts and demons. Really? Yeah, no, they were using... Um, because they knew how um, superstitious the Viet Cong were, so they were playing the noises of spirits and basically haunting these people, pretending to be dead soldiers, pretending to be their relatives, telling them to either come over to our side or end their own lives or turn around, run back, all sorts of stuff. If I can find sound clips of that, I'm definitely going to put it in here. Oh, you can find sound clips of that. Okay.
For those of you who want to look this up, <clears throat> you can look up audio clips regarding Operation Wandering Soul. This was actually used during the Vietnam War. <clears throat> wow, that really is frightening. What else you got for us, Nick? Let me look through my notes, Tony. Sure. Ah, this segment of the program brought to you by Suicide Water. Life too hard for you? Why put up with it anymore? It's really not worth it. Have some suicide water and fall into a nice, relaxing, permanent coma. That way, we can harvest your organs without your knowledge. Brought to you by China. It's not about it. It's not. We're not the bad guys. They are. Okay, what else you got? Well, Tony, we have multiple reports of strange lights appearing all throughout the skies of the world. Um, a mysterious pink glow in the sky appeared on July 21st in Mildura, Australia. Mildura? A pilot stunned by mysterious red glow over the Atlantic that he's never seen before. Stunned? Tell me how they choose the word stunned as if he was like frozen. Ah! <laughs> he crashed the plane shortly after. Is that true? No. And also, you know, a lot of people are already aware, but the skies of South Dakota turned a very eerie green color. And the very next day, they announced that they were also looking for dark matter deep underground in an abandoned mine where they had just built a new laboratory. But, you know, we don't know if those two things are related. However, some say they are. So how did, how did these um, news agencies explain these lights? Well, the pink light was supposedly <laughs> um, a marijuana, a cannabis uh, facility, I guess. They forgot to close the blinds. That's, that's really what the article said? I swear. All of them say that. Like there's multiple mainstream sources that say that? Yes. See, this is them encouraging cognitive dissonance. They want us to, to believe the dumbest shit possible. And and, and the, re the red lights uh, in the middle of the ocean that were illuminating the clouds um, were said to be LEDs on the side of a boat. So if you look at those photographs from these red lights, and you can do it really easily just by Googling red lights in Australia or red lights in the ocean in the clouds, it just looks like someone shining a powerful laser because there's a focal point in the center where the, you know, the main laser beam would hit and it just lights up the cloud. It's actually pretty fucking pathetic technology, if you ask me. And it's obvious that they're just like projecting lasers at these clouds. But the best part and the most in, in, to me, the most important part of this propaganda is the, the answer they give. Like these guys forgot to close their window blinds or it's just some fucking LEDs on a boat. <laughs> it's just not even funny anymore. It's so stupid. Do you know, there was a mainstream article that came out a few weeks ago where um, some UFO researcher... I don't know what his name was. I can look this up if you want the specifics. But he was basically saying uh, that the government releasing information about UFOs could have a more sinister agenda behind it because some say that they're powering up Bluebeam as we speak. And for those who aren't familiar with Bluebeam, it's the idea that they will, that the powers that be will uh, beam holograms of UFOs in order to fool the global population into uniting into one world, a one world government or new world order you know um, we're going to put a clip in here actually from Ronald Reagan talking about this in the 80s perhaps we need some outside universal threat 
to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Bill Clinton says it too. You can throw that in there. If we were visited someday, I wouldn't be surprised. I just hope that uh, it's not like Independence Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> that it's, a, you know, a, a conflict. Well, now we have friendly Maybe the only way to unite this incredibly divided world of ours. They're out there. We better think of how all the differences among people on Earth would seem small if we felt threatened by a space invader. You're Everybody right. gets together and makes nice. Again, Blue Beam is, is them faking an alien invasion in order to put everyone's focus in one area and usher in, you know, more sanctions, more whatever. Hey, guys, this is a real problem. We got, you're in danger of these red clouds, guys. I mean, God, it's fucking, for those people who are paying attention and watching the narrative develop, it's kind of pathetic. Yeah, it really is, uh, it's absurd how obvious it seems. Yeah. But a it, trained eye. But it, not even trained eye. It just seems like they don't give a fuck anymore. They, they're just like, give them any excuse. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're not even trying. But, I mean, we know that these people are pretty competent in order to do what they do. Um, so I, I assume that they're doing saying ridiculous things in order just to create more cognitive dissonance. I think this is a strategic play. Oh, yeah, because that way they can give us any reason for anything they do, and eventually, after generation after generation, they'll be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else you got for us? Let me see here, Tony. Uh, so it was just recently announced, uh, July 24th, an article came out um, saying that have you ever heard about those bioweapons that use DNA to kill a specific person? Well, they are a reality now. Apparently, the intelligence community straight up said this and warned people against, you know, giving their DNA to these ancestry uh, services, you know. So don't send your DNA to 23andMe is basically what they're saying. I mean... Or any of these ancestry.com. So if you follow the counterculture narratives... Um, one thing that the power elites have to do to preserve their karma is uh, called revelation of the method where they tell you what they're doing uh, before they execute something and it's pretty convenient that they're telling us this now after they've already harvested probably almost everyone's DNA yeah and you know if you're someone out there who has given their DNA to 23andMe I wouldn't be too worried about it because if they're really trying to get your DNA they could I mean back before any of this technology was created um, private investigators who people called crazy looking into different conspiracies. They were saying that, you know, men in black would come along and take their garbage and find their DNA that way. So, you know, I think this is that. That's simply what it is, revelation of the method. It's nothing new. It's also interesting that this is the exact plot of the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, where they develop a bioweapon that is genetically engineered to an individual. That's literally the entire plot of the fucking movie. And they just came out with that. And, you know, as we know, they use, you know, mainstream media as predictive programming to kind of soften people up to these ideas before they implement them. Well, the other thing I find interesting is that people that have been claiming to be targeted, individual, targeted individuals who have been called schizophrenic for years are starting to be proven correct. 
with stuff like this come out coming out. Yeah, I mean it's it's just like all the quote unquote conspiracy theorists, you know, talking about all these actions that are now happening. And you know, I hate to say I told you so. I, you know, I would encourage everyone to popularize a new phrase because the word conspiracy theorist obviously was also uh, a component of propaganda. But you know, we can just refer to this as counterculture because one of the main narratives that I believe in. Is the, and the, I think you'd agree with me is that most mainstream culture is manufactured in order to achieve outcomes. So yeah, you know, so um, we have we have two more articles. Great. Yes, Tony. So I had intended to bring these up when we were talking about the Russian mutant super soldiers. Um, but yeah, so you know, we're, we have news coming out from Biohack Info that says France joins China, Israel, Denmark, and the U.S. in super soldiers arms race. Brigadier General Nicholas says French society will determine the type of transhumanism that is acceptable for French soldiers. We also have another article that says France will start research into enhanced soldiers. France has the largest defense budget in the EU and troops deployed around the world. And they are looking to create, uh, sounds like cyborgs. So, of course, they've been working on this for a long time. And, uh, you know, this ties right into what Elon Musk is working on for Neuralink. I mean... Imagine you could give commands to every soldier on the battlefield instantly. That would definitely give you a crazy advantage. That's actually the plot of the new one of the newer Call of Duty games. Oh, really? Everyone's hooked up to a computer, and there's an AI in this computer called Corvus. Um, but anyways, yeah, they are all able to be controlled by this AI and follow all the you know all the orders are transferred to people instantaneously. Wow. Okay, well, it sounds like we got some interesting times in our future. What You got anything else for us? Yeah, I decided to save this one for last, Tony. Oh, boy. New York Times just said, A taste for cannibalism? <laughs> a spat recent stomach-churning books, TV shows, and films suggest we've never looked so delicious to one another. Is this the time to start considering cannibalism? So hold on. What, what, where'd you read this um, cannibal stuff? The New York Times. Like... Was this front page shit? Well, I don't read newspapers. No, no, no. I mean, like, like landing, like when you land on their page, like it's right there. Let me see. Let me go to NewYorkTimes.com. Yeah, let's check it out. I'm, I mean, like, fuck. It's you know, cannibalism, zombies, aliens, <laughs> bio bio weapons. I mean. Once again, you told me this 10 years ago, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. It's definitely not the first one. There's so much stuff on here. But it's easy to search up if you find it. Yeah, yeah. One thing I do want to mention here that that's interesting is like something people were referring to as the Mandela Effect, which is really just them changing history. And they're dicking around with it with things that are seemingly meaningless, and I've noticed they're ramping it up. So originally it was like the spelling of the Bernstein Bears, which you know you can find many pictures online. Or actually, they're probably hard to find now, but there were pictures online of both spellings in merchandise and stuff, um, and that's pretty nonchalant. But like the Britney Spears skirt thing is pretty big, you know, because I know people who worked with her on some of those Redux videos and stuff. That skirt was definitely plaid. It wasn't black. And Britney Spears herself went on record saying it was plaid. You know? And and now they're saying that that skirt from the... Which video was it? 
I think it's toxic. Toxic, right. Uh, you know, she it's went on... Because of how, mu- how much they're talking about nuclear stuff lately. And toxic, right. And now you have them talking about mutants. And then cannibalism, yeah. So it's all like... They're, and they're zombies. Weaving... Yeah, they're weaving this like weird zombie thing in the subconscious. Fuck, man. Well, you heard it here first. Nick, I... Tony? You there, Tones? Sounds like we're having some technical difficulties on Tony's side. I'm your senior field correspondent, Nick Hinton, signing off for Dystopia Now.